0: it, the Japan What Podcast, coming at you from the Kabukicho hellhole known as Tokyo. This is the Japan What Podcast, and I'm your host, Matt Bigelow, with me as always is...
1: It's your boy 120 here, back again, and black as always.
0: And I'm very white. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. I couldn't. I, I could. I couldn't help it, man. I couldn't help yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's one of those things where you just hit the record button in the mic, and uh, it just felt it, right. You, you know? just start talking like some sort of Lord of the Rings tribute. Podcast. Did I get like the
1: Schmeagle thing right? Very Smiegel. Yeah, very Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, we should like talk with uh, a Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest three. Uh, yeah, like yeah. thou dost foundeth thine quest. Uh, Sir (laughs) Shingwattam, you shall not go past to this point, (laughs) fool, fool, Fool. knave. Get thee to a nunnery.
1: We are the knights who say ni. You remember, uh, yeah, 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 South Park,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, South Park. Wrong reference. Monty Python, Monty Monty Python, Python. yeah, yeah, the Holy
1: Grail. I
0: fought in your general direction.
1: (laughs) Just, just a flesh wound. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, those are some
0: ancient reference, but it's crazy how. like Monty Python, Simpsons, right. Um South Park. Right, right. Have all this like decades old material, but mm. in the past 10 years you can't reference anything because it's just like you might be able to reference like Donald Trump being like it's China.
1: Right. People right. would
0: get that.
1: Right, right. But right. there's
0: not like some sort of moment in film or in TV. Maybe the last one was like Winter is Coming from uh, from that, like uh, Lord of the what was it? That Stupid Game of Thrones, L- Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. Not stupid. It's the last season was dumb. Joffrey's just stupid. That's that's Joffrey,
1: Joffrey, Joffrey, Young Master. Uh,
0: see, yeah, I get what you're meaning uh, from those, but even that, yeah, yeah, even that's like six, seven years old since it's gone.
1: I that may, those kind of things make me feel dated, but yeah, it's crazy, but it's true. You can barely, uh, you can barely. yeah, I have to really be careful. Uh, earlier, I was having a uh, discussion with a buddy about how, I, you know, being an artist, uh, it's tough to to say anything online because you, you, I just don't want to offend anyone. You know, so if if it's anything political that's being spoken about, or if it's anything of that nature, I kind of try to remain. But then you also neutral. You know, you kind of
0: live in this. Then I I tried to do the same when I was yeah. more into art and stuff. But then yeah. you, in this time and age. You end up living in a in in a bubble where I'm the only neutral person, right? Everybody else feels the need to constantly flap their gums, right, right, and not really research anything about what anything else is anyone else is talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pressure to have an opinion about something you don't care about.
0: Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't care about the Irish soccer team uh, yeah. taking a knee.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Why would I care about that? Cool, man. I'm not into soccer, so.
0: You know, that's yeah. my whole take I'm on the whole thing. I'm you also not know? into taking a knee.
1: You know, that's my take on the thing. You know, I got asked about the. Uh on a particular, uh, uh, yeah, you're on Asian interview. Boss. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I did an interview with those Asian guys boss. are
0: huge. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, millions of views every time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there was a, it was a pretty, pretty it's this weird obsession experience. with
0: man on the street.
1: Right, right, yeah, they love having like the street interviews. They were doing a um, interviewing about, you know, what they were interviewing about. Uh, what is it like to be black in Japan? <laughs> you know, this is like the fourth or fifth time I've done this exact same interview. <laughs> Um yeah, and you know, I um I um so I think from now on every time I get interviewed the other times I've been on this me,
0: podcast. Yeah, 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 literally
1: literally, no, literally no, no, no. Matt Bigelow trying to wear my skin. We very right. we, we got into a race discussion
0: <laughs> earlier before recording, but that's the first time we ever talked about race.
1: Yeah, but race is a topic, man. It's like it's you, a big you don't one. But for me, I don't dance around the topic of race. Like it exists.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It yeah. it exists. There's you no need to like, talk on eggshells gonna... or pussyfoot around. Yeah, the no, issue. that's not me, man. Or drop code like, yeah. oh, those things, you know.
1: Well, the military is really good for that because they'll tell you straight up, you know, do or don't say this, and you know, if you do, you're screwed, and if you don't, you're good. So, you know,
0: that's it. But yeah, um, yeah, man, crazy week. So what was so? Um, so th- let me guess the questions on Asian boss. Um, so what's it like being a black? Have you faced any discrimination? Yeah, it was like, uh,
1: yeah, have you faced discrimination? Um, you know, what do you wish you could say to Japanese people? And Oh, they well, did...
0: do people try to touch your hair?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that. Yeah, you got that one. They asked about, uh, did I go out and support the BLM movement? Um, my strategy uh, from, you know, because it's kind of generally the same message when it comes to one of those interviews uh, my strategy from now on is just to do funny faces or be really dramatic, but just like keep a straight face while I do it. You gotta and use that, those, way, that
0: chance below, those views to yeah. Draw they some didn't people let me talk what,
1: about. I was I wanted to talk about my mixtape. I was like Asian Boss. I'm about to you know I'm gonna plug the mixtape. I'm gonna talk about my new song.
0: No, you cannot do things that are creative. Yeah, you it's, know, and they, they just wanted me the to talk about 2021, talk
1: about race and things like that. And I thought you know that's you know. I do think that people should know what the black experience is out here. But at the same time, I think also, you know, you kind of want to get to know who the people are if you're going to do something like.
0: Well, they were asking like you interview. about your black experience. I'm, I'm mm. using their word. I I, yeah. I said that and I yeah, kinda almost yeah. barfed. Um, I had cringe douche chills, even though I like the Asian Boss channel. Yeah. I watch it quite frequently. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying to talk about your experience outside yeah. of the questions that they wanted to ask, and they yeah, didn't. They yeah, wouldn't yeah. let you in on
1: that. So, so here's the thing. Okay, so the so they were pigeonholing
0: are, you essentially,
1: it, right? And and here, so here's the uh, the thing with that too. The uh, the comments. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's just what comes out of that. I think that you know, good reporting is covering all angles of a topic. And not simply telling it from one side or or the other. I think um, it would be nice to see a follow-up thing about, well, what do Asian people think of black people here? What do Japanese people think of black people here? And to examine it from all angles. If they're going to talk about race, then do it in a way that everybody's included, everybody's opinion is taken into consideration. So I I wish they would ask about what Japanese people think about foreigners or something of that nature. But the the craziest thing is, right, the comments, man. Oh, man. The comments are vicious, you know. People would ask, you know, why they basically would say it's just black people complaining about Japan. You know, if you don't like it, go home. Like, there's a lot of those comments, and that was pretty interesting to see that.
0: That's Japan stuff in come way. out, yeah, yeah. And then when you have all these liberal types who say things like, "If you don't allow somebody to come into your country, you're a Nazi," yeah. meaning Republicans. But now they take that, and they also then, by de facto, labeled most of the rest of the world as complete and total xenophobic
1: racist. Right, being intolerant of everyone. And I think it's just not true. I think it's not everyone's opinion. I don't don't think it represents everyone's opinion. I think, uh, you know, don't be freaking stupid, man. Come to Japan, respect the country. And uh, also, Japan, don't be dicks. And I think everyone will be cool, man.
0: It's also that internet thing, you know, where it's just easy to blow off some steam as an anonymous...
1: Yeah, there were a lot of anonymous you know, users. Not a lot, a lot of people. I used to do that a
0: lot. when I was in my twenties. Yeah. yeah, But it was yeah. before the internet got into such social media. Yeah, yeah. I remember like it was at the beginning of the uh, first Iraq war, mm-hmm. like with George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And I I was just I was smoking a lot of Reaver at the time in yeah, university. Yeah, yeah. And I would get you said I Reafer. would just like yeah, bowl up like bongs of Reaver. Yeah, yeah. I had this yeah. three foot long Bamboo, oh my god! Bong with like organic. How long honey was your coat. hair? How long was your it, hair? I used to was have it? hair down past the half of my back. Wow, were but you were you sculpted? No, but that yeah, I was sculpted. You just ripped? Were you Fabio? <laughs> I was not ripped. I was you were Fabio. No, I was pudgy at that time. I was nice, thinny nice, and thin nice, pudgy. nice, pudgy. But would, instead of like, I would go onto online poker rooms, right? Like Texas Hold'em poker rooms, right? And go into the chats and just be like, George W. Bush doesn't know what he's doing. War in Iraq is a joke. And people would be like, come on, hey, we're just trying to play poker here. Yeah. But eventually someone would bite and say, Hey man, he's our president. You leave us alone. And then I knew I would have him.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I would engage
0: yeah. in like this twenty minute long flame war while yeah. everyone's just trying to pay a little play a little bit of poker on the yeah, fucking yeah. Wednesday night yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But that was that's a lot different I than you see the final. But in then it. it would it would go away. Yeah. And it wouldn't be on like this forever kept YouTube. This thing that you see forever. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's in response yeah. to what you're saying about yeah, topic yeah. X, Y, and Z, about your
2: thing. Yeah, in Japan. I guess so.
0: So the anonymity of the, uh, anonymity of the internet, yeah. the user base has kind of gone from. Oh, dude, just, so I'm, like, all, I'm people all for the Flame rooms, War, though. And then going into the YouTube I'm, channels. I'm all for ah. the Flame War.
1: I will go on there and read every single comment and respond to all of them. Awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: How, overall it's a game i don't want to slam asian boss cuz i like asian boss and i think what they're doing is overall for what it is a positive thing yeah out of let's say a score of 74 74 being the highest right. and negative to 130 being the lowest okay what was your experience on asian boss
1: i would say my experience would be a 50
0: So it's like a B minus.
1: Yeah, B plus
0: or B minus. B minus because you know they were
1: really professional. Um, You know they were on time. They got it done. You know, and they got producers and stuff. They
0: got like a crew. No,
1: no, no, no. no. It was just like you know the interviewer and the and the video guy. Um, But you know they got it done, and you know it was done professionally. It looks good.
0: How many Um, views you got so far?
1: uh, I don't know. I'll check on the uh, Asian Boss. Also, also, by the way, guys, if you guys do uh, have YouTube, I sound like, <laughs> if you, go on YouTube and check Smash out Asian, that Asian Boss, um, and you'll see uh, yours truly up on the What's It Like Being Black in Japan in 2021 Street interview. So it's at 80,000 views now. When was it up? Uh, two weeks ago. That's not bad. Not bad, yeah. Not That's bad. not
0: bad. That's pretty not good. Bad. That's pretty awesome, actually.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah, 81,000. 81,000, congratulations. Yeah, man, thank you, thank you, man. I I wish I could have talked about my music and stuff.
0: Uh, Oh, that's what I also wanted to say. Yeah. I think that all of these people who want to talk about issues Mm. are scared of musicians because musicians are in a different medium. That is true, huh? And you're actually doing something super creative. And you know, and you know the, the only kinds
1: of people, this, uh, these interviews, you know, all of them, you know, BuzzFeed, Asian boss, mm. you know, uh, the people that they interview are almost always musicians or artists or creatives of some sort. It's never like your average guy, you know, and if it is, he's not really your average guy. He's your average guy who's trying to do something else on the side. What do you think that is?
0: Um, interesting. I was thinking about this earlier today as well. Uh, most of these people who are in the arts, um, except for engineers, but most of the people who are like into interviews and journalism and stuff like that, mm. they. My belief is they live in a world of um, performance. Okay, and. They don't know what it's actually like to go to a company office mm. and design some sort of engineering platform for wires to right. connect things together. Right. Right. They don't right. understand that world at all. Right. They believe in this world of ideas and mm. ideals mm. and a, of like what it's like to exist within this world that's been engineered. Right. Without actually kind of addressing the nuts and bolts right. of society. Right. Right. In fact, I think that's also about musicians or engineers. Mm, mm. You got to know how to engineer a guitar to play a guitar, essentially. Right, um, right, right. Whereas a lot of interpretive painting and interpretive dance and, right. and even like interviews and stuff like that, it's kind of your projection of your mentality onto the world around mm-hmm, you. Mm. And a lot of the liberal people I know don't know about putting their hands to something mm. that's outside of art. Right. Right. They, they they don't pour concrete in the sun
1: you know go out and like sweat in the hot sun yeah. cutting grass they,
0: they some of them do a lot of them don't yeah those that do tend to be a little more chill about things but those that just purely live in their head, they think that everybody else also lives in their head. They, no, they don't even know that everybody else doesn't live in their head. They just, they're, they're, I, they're, when they go out and looking for people to interview and stuff mm, like that, mm. they're like, oh, we need like a a, a black rapper and then yeah, we, we need yeah. like a photographer who's black. And yeah, it's always yeah, like these yeah. arts people, but they're never like, we need somebody who's designed like a-, um, a chip. Uh, a you black like a, chip designer,
1: a, a guy who does like logistics for a, a PR firm or something. Yeah, you know, that's like...
0: right. Yeah, who's who, who's an who, uh, AI guy who's 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 making programs that deliver payments to truck drivers more and quickly. I think, and I think people
1: would want to hear those stories. You yeah. know, people would want to hear about. In that.
0: fact, it's an entire untapped market. But they're so caught up in this world of ideas right. and not of putting things together with hands that it doesn't occur to them. I think so. It, um, they're 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 again. This we were talking about this. They're willfully ignorant. Yeah. When it comes yeah, down to yeah, it.
1: I, I think it's I think it's this. Uh, you know, I think people forget to take a look at the big picture. And by by saying that, I I mean, if when you're doing something like a a channel, Vice or Asian Boss or something like that, you know, whatever it may be, you have to remember to take a look at your channel and and what your body of work is, and you have to t- remember to take a look at what that is as a whole, because that will define you. And, um, you know, depending on which direction they take this channel and from here on out I think that will really come to define
0: them. Um, yeah, they're going to do well because I also think that most of the rest of the world that watches YouTube channels, mm. they kind of, they're interested in factoids. They want something that's light education that's right. not going to be too much but not too little. Right. So it's like this. Frequency of thought, yeah. Where yeah. you're like, you're getting information from the artists, but at the same time, it doesn't require you to go off and research anything right. on your
1: own. You can just watch it in the bathroom while you're in there, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I often jack off to Asian Boss.
1: Yeah, no, all the time. I actually it's my jacked off to uh, the video we did last night.
0: Yeah, It's yeah. good. It's yeah, it's always good. good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah.
1: So I actually have my camera tip of the week here. Uh My camera tip. <laughs> 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 Come on man here I was the bull- we I I tried to seamlessly seamlessly do that here.
0: <laughs> oh wait wait wait. I hear that Camera Boss has great um audio but also video equipment. Uh you got some tips on that I think. Camera Boss. That's you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I thought that was like a, a I thought that was like a, a store or a YouTube channel. I couldn't figure out which one you? I was
0: I was going back to then to smoothly transition to the next point. Yeah, so yeah. that we can stop crapping all over a great YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, my my uh,
1: my camera tip of the week here is that you don't always need to use 4K.
0: Um, that's interesting because I'm always wondering about that. 4K seems like the way to go.
1: Right, and 4K is is nice, but you know, 4K ultimately what that what's that what that's going to get you is uh you know without putting it in in technical terms what that's going to get you is a great looking picture on a big screen but what you know most people are going to be using the videos that, that well i create for them for instance for is usually for someone to look at it on their phone they're going to be looking at it on social media on their laptop maybe even on their television but no one's looking at it on an enormous movie screen in a theater that's right so that's what that's for it's for the it's for the pixels to be able to show more qual- more pic- more detail in a in a in a TV screen. So, if you shoot 1080 footage actually and you shoot that and you have the camera settings done correctly, you have your shutter speed right, you have your frame rate right, and everything's done correctly, it's lit correctly and the color grade is proper, a lot of times that 1080 footage will look better than 4K footage shot from a newer better camera because it, it's really more about the lighting the settings on your camera and uh, you as the person taking the image yeah
0: yeah yeah. so yeah
1: that's my tip for the week you know don't focus so much on having 4k if you're starting out doing videos or you're interested in it you you could still get away with using an older camera that only shoots 1080 because you can get really good quality footage out of it, you just have to do your settings right and, and control your environment.
0: Is there any other advantages, like in terms of memory storage or uploading times and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, uh, so you know, as you know, your files are going to be smaller as well, so you'll be able to more effectively manage them, edit quicker, and the whole output, the whole workflow will be much faster. So a lot of times, I don't even I don't even bother with four K because it's just not worth it for the kind of project I'm doing. If I'm doing something for a YouTube channel or I'm doing something for uh, a short commercial for a small brand, then I don't bother with 4K because a lot of times that makes it a lot heavier and hard to work with than you need it to be. You shoot in 1080, you'll be able to edit on your iPhone.
0: Huh. That's that's Yeah, that's really good because um, I always feel like I'm pushed to constantly use the best that I have in my pockets. The same thing is for uh, a lot of people will buy a really great microphone Yeah, but they buy really bad surrounding equipment and yeah, re- record yeah. in a really echoey room. Right, right. It's okay for podcasting and stuff like that generally. Right, right, right. But if you want to have like a, a product that lasts and is for repeated listening and stuff like that, then um, yeah, you want to think about those using the room, you know, some padding. The same mm, thing applies to mm. what you're talking about with uh, the camera tip of the week. Yeah.
1: Go for uh, controlling your environment. Don't worry about the quality of the camera.
3: It's a good tuner. But I think I paid too much
0: that's how we feel a lot about the gear we buy Film's so what's good. this guy is he is he calling in or are we gonna he
1: uh I guess he is at uh I guess he's at work I guess I, he's anyway. I
0: heard that we are gonna have this guy call in and uh really Khalil yeah well'll we, we'll, we'll, maybe he calls calls in next time that's fine um i I do have a song that we can. Um, do uh, in the in the in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, let's
1: run it. Let's run it. Let's hear what my man's got. I'll give you a little bit of information about who this artist is.
0: Oh, wait, wait. if he's not going to call, then we shouldn't introduce him. So, yeah, let's save it. Let's save let's it. it. Let's save, save the it. juicy save bits. It. All right. So I'm going to play. Can I get the cable? Sure. Here so you go. I'm going to just lead us in. So Kyoto Protocol is one of my favorite bands. Okay. They're from Malaysia. Okay. And they are a rock band. Okay. And it's similar to some would say in the same realm, but not exactly as the Foo Fighters. They're now extremely.
1: Use, now you got
0: me. They're extremely creative, um, without sounding too woo woo, and uh, they're a mixed race band of Australia, Malaysians, and Indonesians from Kuala Lumpur. I've entered them, interviewed them before. They recently released a new song called "Nothing Lasts Forever." It's available for purchase online and should be streaming on all platforms momentarily. Let's get into it. Nothing lasts forever Bye. Kyoto Protocol. Nothing lasts forever by Kyoto Protocol. No bones about it, straight up rock. A lot of repetition, but it's it's like nothing lasts forever. It's not that original, but the way he says it makes it original.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's gritty, dude. That's grungy. I love that
0: energy. Yeah, me too. They're one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah,
1: I, I remember you 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 uh, you put another one by them on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, just like a go
0: to thing where it's. I think that anybody who listens to that. Is gonna go, oh, that kind of rock is still available and I don't yeah. have to listen to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what this m- reminds me of? Uh,
0: Paramore. I don't know Paramore. No? No, I don't know Paramore. Yeah, that reminds me of Paramore, man. We'll bring it on next time. We'll play yeah. some Paramore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if we had like a whole engineering booth with like a window and like equipment out the ass, we right. could just put it on right now. But unfortunately, the crew is on vacation right now. So it's only us two in the studio today.
1: I think uh the artist may actually uh call in in a bit. So um until he does, can I uh tell people about my crazy ass story that I had happen in Shinokubo yesterday? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just looking over my own material and I was like, my own material is boring in comparison, so Yes, let's avoid my material. What you got? What you got? Just, what you got? It, no, it's it, we can wait till later. It's just it's just news. Well, I was gonna say, when I come to the studio, yeah, I, I live in this world of of media, and it's like, we wear masks, blah blah, blah. right. And I'm walking down the hill from my house to the studio, right. And right. I see less masks. and I see more cans, right. And by the time I get here, it there's a party in the streets. There's girls outside with signs with no masks on saying, come to our girls' bar. Right. I walked past this Thai restaurant right outside the studio, packed with chicks. Oh, my gosh. And I was out today as well, and I saw a lot of girls sporting their sexy summer wear. The midriffs are showing. They're pushing their boots. They still got their masks on. But it just feels like walking from the land of, of where things people tell me what they're supposed to be yeah. into the land of what is. Right. And this little nook and cranny of the shithole of near Kabukicho, we do yeah. this thing. Yeah, yeah, It's just a party out there, man. Like, yeah, man. No, people are tired, man. Lining up outside the door to drink in uh, establishments with all the windows open. Yeah. Eating, shaking hands, laughing their balls off. So that's what I wanted to say. I was going to start the podcast with that. Uh, but, you know, I'm on the train and, like, Because of the coronavirus, you cannot do anything, never do anything again because of the coronavirus. And you're like, man, that sucks. And then three minutes later, the train announcement's like, coronavirus, don't do anything because of the coronavirus. And I'm like, ah, this world is crazy. But then I come down here, it's just like people are walking around. Boozing it up, waiting in line, just f- shoveling food into their mouths with their friends. And it looks great. <laughs> it's awesome. That's what I want to what, say.
1: That's what Shinokubo is, man. That's what Shinokubo so, is. So, yeah,
0: Shinokubo had a bit of a different vibe, I
1: hear. Yeah, so, man, in Shinokubo, there was a, you know, I went out and uh, the idea was to go drinking with some uh, friends. I was meeting up with a buddy I hadn't seen in a while and uh, my wife and one of her friends was you know she was out there as well so we decided to go out and have drinks with the girls you know things went things went fine and uh, after we left the place that we were eating at, we decided, okay, how about we, you know, grab a few beers and we'll stand and grab some whiskey and we'll stand in front of the kombini like a bunch of hobos because that's one of my favorite activities
0: to do. It's man. one of the if you're a foreigner in Japan, it's, yeah, it's and, and it's you like boozing, quintessential. You
1: like boozing, man. You stand out in front of the kombini and you and you drink and you listen to the music
0: loud. And the cops walk by and do nothing. And they don't do anything. And it's almost it's like Mecca to the Muslims. Yeah. I love it. You're
1: right. There's like always like two or three Muslim guys outside. Like I don't know what that is. I don't know either. But but anyways, it's it's
0: great to I agree with you. The outside respectful Slamming a few cans. It's back. It's the
1: hangback, you know. Like it's everybody great. loves it, you know. Everybody like I, I've it. I've been out there with people from all over the world, you know. People from Korea. I've met like Indian guys. I've met yeah. like you know military people. You don't have
0: to go to a place and sit down and wait for things,
1: right? You know things happen. Yeah, if you're standing in front of the kombini, things happen, man. Things go on. Things go on. So speaking of, I saw a guy, and you guys out there in the audience, you can kind of play detective and tell me what you guys think happened. I think. Uh, that, well, let me just tell you the story. So, a gentleman came up. um, We were standing next to a payphone, and he put uh, Ting in into the payphone, and he made a phone call. And then he turned around. So,
0: already this is suspicious, because... This is already weird. I'm like, why is this guy... using a payphone at night.
1: Right. Why is this guy, old man, in, like, an Adidas suit, you know, with no teeth in the front? Like, he didn't look poor, either. So, I'm thinking, like, meth or something? You know, like, some, some kind of drug or something? But... This guy comes up, uses the phone. He turns around after the phone call, and he's he's looking longingly at the half a bottle of whiskey I have sitting on the on the table. And then we said, you know, hey, yeah, man, you can have the whiskey. He just knocks it back, half a bottle of whiskey. And then uh, the ambulance comes up, and he. Follows them down to an, a location, right? So, so he probably, are...
0: if we're playing detective, here, right, right, he probably used that ten yen to anonymous, anonymously. That's the second time I've mispronounced the word anonymously, right? To anonim- anonymously, is. to anonymously call him an ambulance. Yeah, call him an ambulance. Call an ambulance. That's it right there. Is that what you think happened?
1: I mean, no, I think that's what happened because uh, the police were questioning him um, after the incident happened in front of the train station. And we saw a bunch of EMP people come out. Uh, you know, there were nurses, there were, you know, two ambulances came. Uh, there were two fire trucks that came. And so I went and I followed them a little bit and I was like, you know, I'm catching it live here on my phone first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wanted to, you know, do that. So I, so I caught it on film and, then I had to go back and I had to take a leak in an alleyway, uh, is what I would have said if I took leaks in alleyways, but yes. I don't. You're but just, theoretically, I was going to- As somebody
0: who drinks whiskey outside of a convenience As someone drinks store, whiskey. Why would that you same do? As person. As you do. Go and use <laughs> a, an alleyway to urinate in.
1: Why? <laughs> so I'm back there, and um, I'm back there uh, making a phone call. Uh, <laughs> as I'm making this phone call in this alleyway, I- uh, hear voices and I see flashlights flying shining through a, a, a an entrance and it looks like uh there's just a crack in the door next to where I'm standing at and I can see the whole medical team and all the cops and everything back there what they're doing and they look really confused and they're outside of a door and they're trying to get inside of this window to the room. So I don't know what happened. Um Imagine being high
0: on math and you got like eight cops trying to Dude bust I in think the door. I
1: think like he was just like baited. if
0: that's what happened.
1: That no, that's I think like, you know, his girlfriend overdosed or and 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 he saw it he was like yo i did it i i killed her i knew this was going to happen and he went and the funny shit is i was talking to my friends i was like you guys wait like that guy like killed somebody in a hotel and the police are going to come and then they did come so i i think there was an overdose uh let me know what you guys think
0: it does sound overdosy there would have
1: been more cops if there wasn't
0: yeah, if it was violent, if it was over, violent. There would have been more cops. Overdose. Yeah. There was yeah. only four or
1: five cops there.
0: It might not even have been like a younger. How old was this guy? You say this older. guy
1: look, not old, old, but he looked like he was maybe, probably like sixty, sixty one.
0: It's pretty old for a meth head.
1: And he, yeah, and he was dressed like a, like a, like a Grand Theft Auto,
0: sub boss. This was in Shinokubo. Yeah in Shinokubo. Yeah, Shin it's a pretty dodgy area. Yeah, yeah. When you first yeah. come to Japan, it just looks like the rest of the Jap- like Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. But, but af- when you after, after, after a while, a while like, you, you can
1: see Shinokubo yeah, is kinda It's
0: kinda shifty. Eh, yeah. It's, it's like shifty.
1: A, it's like the dark part of Rapongi, you know? Yeah. Except yeah.
0: it's out in the open.
1: Right, right, right. It's it's just right next to the station, you know? Yeah. And um yeah, man, I thought that was a pretty interesting thing. Um yeah, it's just really weird, man. This guy, like, you know, really seemed like he's going through some shit when he knocked back that whiskey.
0: He was probably wondering if he's getting arrested, is he gonna be high enough to go through the arrest? Right, and so, right, 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 right. You know, maybe if you smoke a it might not even have been meth, because I hear meth gets you quite a buzz for a long yeah, time. Yeah. I've never done meth. And he
1: didn't seem very excited. He seemed yeah. very
0: But if you if you think you're gonna be around cops and, right. you, and you can't just reach into your pocket and do right. drugs slamming a half a bottle of whiskey might if nah, you not get you through the right you through something yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah that was crazy man um that's weird yeah that's it's re- really weird man and um yeah and they uh yeah i really don't know what was happening you know
0: i've yeah i used to go to a sc- uh, japanese school in that area mm-hmm. it's just ev- uh, that's a strange sound
1: is that it? a butterfly ladies and gentlemen there's a large moth okay <laughs> there there are there we are, or a small helicopter. A small it's,
0: helicopter. <laughs> Is this guy going to call in or what?
1: Uh he says he's going to call in, but I actually so that story I told you leads into uh uh do you well, you can go ahead if you have some uh something else that you'd like to cover, but if not then I had a
0: question I wanted to ask you. Well, I was going to do a stupid gaijin of the week. Let's do the baka gaijin. The baka gaijin. Of the week. Yeah. Stupid gaijin of the week. Stupid That's in the past, we were accused of being anti-Asian with our Stupid Gaijin of the Week reports. Then I made sure to get some white people in on the mix. Today, however, is no exception. We are going with a Nigerian.
1: Nice, nice, nice.
0: Nigerian national suspected of dealing cocaine in... Roppongi? Roppongi. Ah! <laughs> That's right. This is coming oh, from the wow. Tokyo Reporter on June 8th or June 6th. Uh, of course. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a male Nigerian national who is suspected of dealing illegal drugs in the Roppongi Entertainment District, reports the Sanke Shimbum. On June 2nd, Chris O... Nigerians have interesting names. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly possessed 30.5 grams of cocaine and 6 grams of uh, kabusezai, stimulant drugs. Found an electrical meter box for a, deal, a building in the district. Upon his arrest on suspicion of violating the narcotics and stimulants control laws, Modebel denied his allegations. Quote, I know nothing about the matter, the suspect said. Oh, that's... oh my God. Oh my God. Great accent, by the way. <laughs> Why? I know nothing about the matter.
1: Uh, actually... Do not contact me on the matter.
0: <laughs> According to police, Modevel, who lives in Kashiwa, is the leader of a drug dealing ring composed of Nigerian nationals and Prince's. During the investigation, police seized a total of 289 grams of cocaine, 58.2 grams of stimulant drugs, drugs, and an unspecified amount of MDMA uh, from the meter box. (laughs) The contraband has a combined street value of about $100,000. For this case, police used a new chemical for the -the on-the-spot identification of cocaine. In 2012 and next year, police used and the following year. Police used chemicals that mistakenly identified substances okay, and this led to persons being arrested by mistake. So whatever. But wow, that is some you can't just put a hundred thousand dollars worth of drugs in a meter box in the middle of Rapongi. Like, what if a kid finds it? Or some old lady? The
1: same old lady that found the ecstasy in the shrimp. Yeah. She uh, went she went chasing the dragon. Went chasing
0: <laughs> uh, So anyway. Well, God. What are these people thinking? Could you imagine leaving $100,000 worth of illegal Ooh, drugs be in fine. A, yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, is that what the guy thought each time he He's went like, back to the... This place know, is stupid. Fine.
0: Nobody knows what I'm doing. Gosh, I'm so smart. I'm just this this Nigerian guy walking up to this yeah. electrical box 50 times a day.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a guy in <laughs> Undercover agent. He, keep, he keeps going back to the same box. I think that's where the drugs are. Yeah, where could this possibly go? We got him on tape doing it a hundred times.
0: It's incredibly dumb. Uh, I wonder how long it had been going on for, or I wonder if the cops were even letting it go on to see if they could expand the coverage of, yeah. uh, of, of of the ring.
1: I feel I feel like they they you know just were watching this guy and they were like you know we 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 need to we got to fill the quote, um, okay so we got our guy calling in.
0: Is he here. calling? Okay, I'll, I'll close out the segment. All right. Stupid God Jam of the week. Stupid God Jam, All right, we're gonna move to the call-in guest for today. Self-produced artist. Really, Khalil conquered homelessness while seeking solitude in his music. Now he is the first hip hop artist ever to issue and sell investment securities to the public through the SEC registered investment platform. Music Benefactors, let's take a look and let's go. go. All right, really, Khalil. Welcome to the show. What's good? What's good? What's going on, man? What's going on?
4: Hey, man. Just just trying to make these moves and take one step at a time. How y'all doing?
0: Doing good. Uh, we're it's getting uh, it's getting what I like to call swassy in Tokyo. Do you know what do you know what swass is? I have no idea. <laughs> so, swass like Tokyo. I hear you're from Georgia. Is that correct?
4: Uh, not originally, but it's where I live for the bulk of my life.
0: And it's like it gets humid there, right? Oh, yeah,
1: it does. Yeah.
0: So you know what I mean then by swass? Because like swass in Tokyo is when the sweat builds up in your back and it drips down the middle of your back and then it gets <laughs> into your butt and you're walking around. And then it kind of <laughs> develops this. It's not really froth because it doesn't bubble, but it's borderline froth. And uh, we're getting into SWAS territory here in Tokyo swassing right now. It out, uh, what out. about do, do you guys get SWAS in Georgia?
4: You know what? When I first came here, when I first moved here, I used to get a lot of SWAS. Um, <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I had to conquer the mindset of – you just gotta like, you gotta play it cool. I used to see like all of these people wearing all black in right, in right. the middle of the summer, and I'm right. like, how are you doing this? And they would <laughs> just be like, yo, you just gotta, you just gotta be cool. You can't do too much, you you know, and you just gotta think cool. So now I'm I'm all right, man. Like I I don't get swass anymore. Um, plenty plenty of ass from my girl, but uh, no swats,
1: no swats. <laughs> I'm a Love jealous it. man
0: because let me tell you, my swass is it's bad. It gets worse the older I get. And I've tried solutions, and every time it just gets into worse territory. Dude, I just
1: scrape mine off with a credit card.
0: <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's just. It's. Sling it off on the ground, you know, there's like a, I've tried going in there with those wet wipes But I, I feel like like, a, like an old man who's, who's in a nursing care of my own mind
1: uh, Yeah, that's it, that's it right there
0: Alright, that's it <laughs> So that's, that's how we do things um, Welcome
1: to the Matt Bigelow Show And that's how we do it so we, got a, uh, we actually got a song uh, from uh, the artists on here today, guys. Uh, really, Khalil has a song called Supermodel. Would you tell us about that song before we let the guys at home listen to it?
4: Yeah, man. Uh, Supermodel is a very fun, lighthearted song that I wanted to get out there and just have people forget about the things that are going on, or that at, at least that were going on at the time. I released it on New Year's Day and um it's sort of cryptic because it does uh re- um, it reflects on a certain point in time in my life when i was homeless and you know i didn't have a a, a house or a bed to to do what i wanted to do in it right, so right. we had to we had to repurpose the car for those needs so <laughs> i <laughs> amazing all I, right i yeah I, I say i say fucking in the car probably like Two hundred times in that, but that's basically why I say it so much because, like that that point in time in my life, like you know, it was it was hard to be you know intimate with with my girl. It was yeah, it was yeah. really hard to
1: have any private time. Really, right, right, right. And, right. Um,
0: What's your advice yeah, man, for I, people just, who want to fucking cars?
1: Yeah, we do because you've done yeah. it a lot of times. Like you probably have. <laughs> you've refined.
0: You the seem method. like an expert.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I have Top my
0: fair ten share ten.
4: of. I had my fair share of, of fucking the cars even before I absolutely had to. Right. So right. I, I think I was already an expert by that point in time. Right, it was right. just like, oh yeah, right. I got this. I got this.
1: What would be your top <laughs> five tips to anyone who wants to fuck in a car?
0: Is it good to go to like a dark area in a in a in a city area, or do you get out of town or do you do you find yeah. an empty garage and park in there?
4: Right. You know what? I've had my fair share of like being in a neighborhood or or one time we went behind a subway um <laughs> uh, it's, it's just nice. fine it's good nice. to, it's good to find those like shaded areas that's just like did just you give her the foot fit your car
0: say it again did you give her the foot long behind the subway or did she get a half <laughs> footlong meatball sub with extra sauce there you go
1: <laughs> sauce dripping sauce dripping sauce dripping right here on the on the Matt Bigelow
4: show Hey man, but my my greatest tip would be like, don't worry about getting caught because nine times out of ten, if you do get caught, especially by the cops, they're just gonna say go home and they're they're not gonna do anything. Like it is what it is, man. This is natural. We we do this anyway, so, so just go just for it. Like, yeah, man, just just do it. it. It live in the moment, have a good time, and when it's over, you're gonna be thankful. You know,
1: guys, you heard it here first.
0: Nice. Uh, all right, we're going to play your song. We're going to um, get the levels uh, set up before we play it. So let's move into the song. Um, so this song is about um, screwing your girl in cars. Is that correct? <laughs> is that uh, what supermodel ma- means?
3: Ma- mainly. <laughs> I say, Come over here.
1: You're going to do an interview in the car. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you if you qualify. <laughs> I'm Dave. This is the cameraman. He's our, he's our extra stunt double. <laughs>
0: Alright, this is really Khalil with Supermodel Let's get it going
2: My whole life is
3: motherfucking regal I can make a movie with the B-roll. i tryna eat that like a bistro. You can have cookie when you want to. Making your coins again with every keystroke. Watch where you point that thing, your car's a heat stroke. I'm watching that figure for you with no keto. Yeah, independent, baby, you don't need no hero. They don't know the meaning of a boss, bitch. Got the body of a queen, you should Bounce it up and down like a trampoline yeah. Facts I can see beyond little the I'm tryna be the one you seen in your dreams, yeah in pink and green with the themes yeah. I'm tryna learn your love language, make the deems, yeah Throw that A over here cause I need her She a model, it's how she walks, yeah A supermodel, a superstar, yeah I will increase the throttle just to get where you are Turn you to supernova, Fuckin' in the car, yeah Fancy backseat, fuckin' in the car, yeah You sure. She walk, yeah, a supermodel, a superstar, yeah. I increase the throttle just to get where you are. Turn you into supernova. Fuckin' in the car, yeah. Fancy backseat, fuckin' in the car, yeah. Beep beep beep, beep fuckin' in the car, yeah. Fancy backseat, fuck, fuckin' in the car, yeah. Beep beep beep, bu- bu- fuckin' in the car, yeah. Let me put you on top, eat it like it's parsley. Let me. Be to your ex they got a sharpie first line of business let's kill right up out this party stick twist flip push treat me like a car keys you say you love my locks they made me look like a marley i come on cp time girl that's why i'm always partying. front to the back and then back to the front i know that booty got bass make it trick fucking in the car yeah beep 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 fucking in the car yeah yeah Funcy, backseat, back fuck fucking in the car yeah beep beep fuck fuck fucking in the car yeah yeah
1: I showed him the video as well. And um, Matt, you, Matt, why don't you tell us about what you think about the video? Uh,
0: OK, well, I, I, I really like the song. I, I, you kind of edge into repeating fuck, 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 fucking in the car, yeah. <laughs> At first, it's like here and there, but then towards the end of the there, video. Near, yeah,
1: near the end, it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, we're doing it in the car. Yeah. We're in the car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so the song's great. Um, dig the beat. Actually, I like the rhythms in there, too. Uh, It's not overly trappy. You know, you didn't get trapped into that situation. Ah, I see what Uh, you did And um, the the, the actual melodies are pleasant to listen to. It's not too aggressive uh, because it's a playful song, right? Uh, I really like that. The the video, now I have some questions about the video. Um, Okay. Okay, the girls are really cute. That's for sure. They're, you know, I'll say cute because it's kind of a they're they're it's a cute video, right? There's cute and there's the sexy right. one in the in the night vision as well. Um, she's very <laughs> sexy, and the colors the colors are like '70s style. There's something like they're they're very bright, but they're not shiny. That's like a matte mm, color, mm. you know. Like e- mm, even when you're out yeah. by the river and stuff like that, the grass is super green, but it's not shiny green. So my 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 reaction to the video is yeah the the girls look great in sort of the colors.
1: Can you tell us a bit about about the story behind the video actually, yeah, man. um, we actually had no idea
4: what video we were gonna shoot to the song, and we had to absolutely get one out. We had a deadline for mm. it, and we we were just pulling a blank man it, the song was was already good, and it's like we don't wanna fuck it up by doing a video that's just gonna not really relate, yeah and yeah. Yeah, one one day my girl, she uh because she shoots my videos and she directs them. Um, oh. she uh, yeah, she was scrolling on, I don't know if it was Pinterest or Facebook and she found like all these like 70 themes pictures and it like a, a light just switched it clicked in her head and was like oh yeah we're we're going to do a 70s theme video we're going to do this we're going to do that we're you know like because the mean,
0: roller skates the and idea. the tube top is great right we you, we like that right, matt, right? You, matt you didn't
1: see in the beginning of the video but in the beginning of the video he's talking about uh, it's the 70s there's a little bit of racism going on but it's cool we deal with it and oh. and they walk out to the car and then and then that's how it kind of starts off. So it actually sets the tone before. But I did I wasn't able to play oh, okay. everything for it. you. I get it. Yeah, it, yeah. I feel like your
4: listeners would be like, I thought we were listening to a song here. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So know, yeah, that, that makes sense. But no, it, whenever you get a chance on your own, definitely. I mean, it's a very short intro, so you know you won't get you won't get bored or anything that's like the way that. But do we wanted it. to yeah. We wanted to give like a cinematic feel and we wanted to take people outside of the present because the present time, like, you know, we're reminded that, you know, we're still dealing with a pandemic. We have, especially in America, like yeah. there's just a bunch of like bullshit going on. Right. So, right. I mean, I, I, I spoke on the bullshit that was happening back in the 70s uh, just to let people know, you know, America's always been fucked up. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. we just got to like get better, you know? What yeah, I mean? man. And then it yeah, just goes man. into this fun song. So, right, yeah.
0: right. Um, we were talking earlier about how not to be uh, a political artist while everybody's being political. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't really go too deep into it. It was just kind of like sometimes, like when you do give like backstory, you kind of you have to be as realistic as you can be. Now, I didn't in the video. I didn't be like this president at, you know, whoever was president at the time in the seventies, please don't uh, hate me. Cause I have no idea. I mean, I, I did the research, I Google everything, but anyways, like I didn't say like pre- president, blah, blah, blah is like terrible. And he enforced this act and blah, blah. Now our people are so like, all, all I said was, was like, you know, public housing's fucked up. There's a lot of crime. And we just had to get away from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it it, re- it really just kind of focuses on like you know the, the black story and just how yeah. we what was happening then is what's happening now, right? And it right. you know it's yeah. it, it's arguable if it's if it's worse uh, now or not, but it's just it's it's like it just never changed. And right. I, I, it was kind of a call to action to kind of just like let let our people know like yo, you know we we can do better if we try. You know, nothing's changed. Like, how do we how do we fix that? Um, You know, I didn't go Black Lives Matter and this and that. Like, you know, so I definitely understand Mm. what you guys mean, because Mm. once you once you put yourself in a certain box, that's the only type of fans and supporters you'll have. That's the only type of moves you'll be able to make. That's the only type of like style you can do. Right. It makes you that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I, I like to give myself like a whole field to just roam around on instead yeah. of a backyard. I
1: think you did. We think you did it tastefully. I, I definitely personally think you did it tastefully. Uh, I think that's the way to use your voice. It's 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 the way to. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's. The, I think you did it tastefully. I think that. I think that's how you should use your voice as an artist. I think if you you push your message too hard, and you know, like you said, that's the only kind of fans you'll have. So if you want to remain relevant but say something, I think the way you did it was really tasteful. So great video, great song. Yeah. Well, the thing the
0: thing is that like you're you're using all this dirty language, fuck, fuck, fucking in the cup But then there's like this cute girl in a tube top on roller skates, skates looking adorable. Yeah. It's it's the contrast is hilarious, especially with that those seventies themes. Oh yeah. Matt
1: thought the video was hilarious. He loved it. Yeah, I
0: was laughing. (laughs) But I I actually I actually like that color kind of color palette. You know? Yeah. Yeah. it's, Uh, It's it's, it, you got all of these different colors in the frames and stuff like that, uh, and like Ooh. patterns and motifs in the curtains and on the tables yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But it's not shining at you. It's not popping out. You can, you, your Isn't eyes that can that, take a minute uh, that to look like, at
1: uh, you know, it. Like a, you know, like a, like a 70s game show kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. And then like the commercial that came on for that car, you know, during the commercial break. <laughs> and then like fucking in the car. Yeah. You know, like, that's <laughs> fucking in the car, yeah. <laughs> that's all, not he all actually, exactly, uh, would you,
0: would you, you, do you know Carl's Jr., Matt? The restaurant? Yeah. Uh, I've never been there. I just know it from reference.
1: Really? Khalil has actually had a few of his songs featured on uh, Carl's Jr.'s, I believe it's their OnlyFans videos? You know, yeah. And I
4: recently found out that some of their commercials that are being played in, like, uh, I want to say, like in Kentucky and New York right. and a few right. other places. They they feature those same like ads from OnlyFans on the commercials as yeah, well. Yeah, they're doing um,
1: so. Matt, I don't think Matt actually knows about that. So what Carl's Jr. has done, they've created an OnlyFans and they post like sexual content about the food. So it's like a woman <laughs> massaging a cucumber, and then like them like slowly slicing really? it. Really, there's like there's like a chicken like there's a chicken burger like a hand. Just massages the buns, you know, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I have actually checked out their stuff, and uh, I pay for that. That's next level. It's next level, man. That's next level. I'm gonna go home and jerk off to
0: some chicken. That's that's <laughs> mim- that's a meaty package. Man. Yeah,
1: yeah,
4: man. Carl's Junior has always had that edgy approach. yeah, their, yeah, uh, yeah. With their ads, so the fact that they decided let's just get a fucking OnlyFans, like I think that fits very well into their brand.
1: Yeah, that's I'm just glad they chose me. Image. My mind is blown. My mind is blown, and so is it's so is your chicken too. I, I
0: thought I thought the, the the Wendy's Twitter account was was amazing, but this Carl's mm. Chicken. Oh, Only Wendy's shitter
1: is pretty. Uh,
0: Wendy's <laughs> Twitter, the but the, the OnlyFans aspect for Carl's Chicken is 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 So, do you, what's what's it like uh, in the? I'm curious about this in Georgia right now. Is everything kind of being relaxed, and can you go out and do shows and concerts and people show up without masks and everything's chill, or is it different?
4: Um, everything is is very chill, actually. Um now with the whole mask thing, when it comes down to certain places, mm. you know, certain places require masks. But, like, now, like, like, Walmart was one of those places where it's like, okay, if you don't have a mask, we have a mask for you. You can't right. come here without things. Right. Now, I see people without masks in Walmart. Like, it's half mm. and half. So, everybody's chilling because of the vaccine. And, I don't know, everything's kind of starting to slowly become normal. Places still close early. Places are still short-staffed. I'm not sure about the coin uh, shortage anymore, mm. but... Um, We we still see remnants of the pandemic. There's
0: a a coin shortage? Yeah, there was was no coins available. I
4: don't even understand why.
0: Um, Let's move on to this whole thing. I don't know really what it is. Can you explain it to us? This SEC registered investment platform music benefactors. It's a mouthful. It sounds interesting. It's (laughs) combining finance and music. I don't know what's going on.
4: Yeah. So um, the SEC is the Security and Exchange Commission here in the United States. It's a government department that governs um, the stock exchange. So um, basically, this SEC registered platform, they register with the SEC and they allow my fans and other investors to invest in whatever. It could be a project. It could be a tour. It could be the brand itself. I mean, whatever it is, music related that you need, um, that you need funding for these people can invest. And the reason why I say invest and not donate is because when they give a certain amount of money, they're buying a percentage of whatever that thing is, tour, project, shit. It could be a single, whatever the case it is, they're buying a percentage of it. So whenever you start receiving, I don't know, ticket sales or royalty, anytime time an income from that, they receive a part of the income as well. So the way that this platform is set up is, you know, I get a business I attach that project to the business. So whatever money that business makes, they get a percentage of the income of that business. Um, so my business right now, I have the, you know, fill out applications for the SEC, all of that stuff. You could probably search my name and the SEC database right now um, and, and it'll come up. So yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's a very, um, you, you just never know what happens. You know, I, I might get an investment for, a hundred dollars and then I might get an investment for 500, but it's really just kind of depending on if your people support you and if you know anybody that has extra money. And I mean, and right now the, the pandemic kind of slows that down. So we've been, we've been just promoting outside of my, you know, my general network it, It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about how it's going to turn out. I'm excited about what we're going to be doing afterward um, we have some pretty good connections that we've had set up through, uh, music benefactors, people that, that I would have never known otherwise. Um, some really big mix engineers. Um, there's a PR company that's like really, really good. Who's worked with, um, South by Southwest, the Deadpool 2, uh, soundtrack, uh, Creed 2, um, Naughty by Nature. Their wow. list is extensive. Wow. Um, and then there's like, um, there's a label services company called Nestor Music. They've worked with Google, yeah, Columbia yeah, Records. They're, big, they're huge. Yeah, and yeah. So what, like, what's the, the, we, what's the goal it, of this project? It,
0: say it again. What's, uh, what's the goal of this project? Like, how would you, it sounds interesting. And I, I'm, I've always been interested in finance and music online mm. with raising money and distributing money. Mm-hmm. But what's the, like, yeah. very succinctly, what's the goal of the project?
4: The goal of the project is to have the highest quality, make the highest quality music that I've ever made. And also um, be able to put that in front of the most people that I've ever been able to put it in front of. And not just, you know, oh, twice as many people. No, this, you know, working with a PR company, having a budget set out so that I can put it towards the marketing that I know that I need, that I can't necessarily afford right now. And and using the right strategies with label services to really, really maximize the amount of people that are are aware of me. Because I, I can make the best song ever created in the whole entire universe. I mean, when you listen to this song, you 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 jizz and you go to sleep at the right. same time. It's just that good of a song. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if nobody
1: hears not it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know? like
0: here here would be a question for you then. What? Why not just use Spotify? Why? Why should I use this SEC thing that you're talking about?
4: Well, see, Spotify is one platform. Um, yes, it has most of the market share, but it's it's just Spotify. And I've I've even you know invested a little bit of money in their in their ad services. And honestly, I don't want to make anybody upset, but one. the amount of money that you put in really determines how much is pushed and the amount of money that I put into Spotify, I've put other places and gotten better results you know, other places just in general, so I really want to be able to you know, put one more money because, you know, with the budget, we do plan on putting that into Spotify right? um, Right. and using their ads but I want to be able to do it on a more like Uh, just on more platforms and then also with the PR company that they work with publications you know they work with like morning shows night shows stuff like that so reaching audiences that aren't necessarily reliant on just finding music on a streaming platform or you know you just really reaching the masses in every little nook and cranny that we can that we can try to reach them in right and um and yeah, it, it just looks better when you have like, you know, article in, in Forbes because you were the first SEC artist to have raised a certain right. amount of money, and another article in Complex and another one in Vice. And, you know, just it looks good. And then also it'll help me get, you know, that blue check mark. So it, it's it's just so many different like levels to, to to what we're trying to do here. And, you know, Spotify itself is is amazing because it has the bulk of the market share right. and right as a, as an independent artist, that's really the only thing you see, you know, you, you, you only see the numbers as being, you know, being an independent artist and, and, and having to be savvy and, and figure things out. You, you start to look at everything like, well, I'm not going to put that much energy into blah, 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 because they only have 2% of the market share. Why the fuck would I do that? You know, so like your money in your pocket also starts to it's way more valuable because it's like when I spend this on this thing, there's a return. If I don't get anything back, right? I I just I just threw a whole bunch. Of, I just burnt it. I, I threw it down the toilet. Just, you might as well. And have gone I've done, to done the that club. a few times. Right.
0: Right.
4: You know, it's trial and error. It's trial and error.
0: Earlier, you were saying that um, because of the pandemic, you've had to reach out elsewhere. Uh, what does that mean?
4: Uh music-wise? Yeah, like,
0: I think for the SEC project, you said, like, because of the pandemic... Oh, yeah. So, So like, how how are you um, mitigating against the pandemic with this SEC project that you're working with here?
4: Yeah, so, um, ads, for sure, and also just, like, reaching outside of my network. Like, so, obviously, you know, your network is based on the people you know immediately, but it's also based on the people that they know. So, Really, really reaches reach into the extents of my network, trying to you know really work that, and then using ads to reach people that I just don't know at all. Um, Do you have any- right now? That's say it again. Go on. Yeah, yeah. So right now, that's like what we're working with. Um, we we have a few other solutions that we're you know we're working on. We're always going back to the drawing board. We're always coming up with new ideas, new ways of reaching new people. But it's it's really just like a like a touch and go type thing.
1: Do you have any advice for any of our listeners who are creatives, artists, or whether whether they draw or do music or whatever it might be? Um, do you have any mm-hmm. advice to any of those people if they want to, you know, reach outside of their network? Uh, where 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 should they start looking?
4: Um, they should start looking at ads, <laughs> Google Ads, YouTube Ads, Facebook Ads, Instagram Ads. Those are the ads that are going to get you the most right now. Anything outside of that. I mean, it, you could start going into influencer marketing and stuff like that, but that's not necessarily ads. The ads themselves and being able to properly, um, like, uh, enter the right, uh, the right settings for them, uh, to reach the right people that's going to actually appreciate the music. And then also your, your marketing. So like your messaging when it comes down to like, okay, if, if it does come across somebody's timeline, is it going to Push somebody away, or is it going to welcome someone mm. in? Is it going
1: to catch? So, them? like
4: you know, you really thinking about like everything. You know, it's not just about the quality. It's also like when they the first thing they read because people don't like to read. The first thing they read should it will it make them read the rest, or will it make them say, "Hmm, what are they talking about?" Let me watch right, this video. Right, right, Like I said, people don't like to read. it's The first um, impact
1: is everything, right?
4: Right. That very first frame is is very important. Um, so going outside of ads, you know, um, uh, influencer marketing is very important because right now they really control what people think is important. Mm. And if, if they're saying, listen to this, people are going to listen. If they're saying, do this dance to this song, people are going to do it. Um, so really just like looking into that, tapping into that. There's so many different services that offer, um, you to be able to connect To them, one of which is called Breaker. Breaker is a new one, and they're they're really taking over. You
0: know, how do you spell it? Is it like B B R E A K R? Yeah, Breaker. It's got to have some sort of alternative spelling.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're definitely trying to be like the main people, but there are so many other ones and there's so many other like, so like, you don't always have to go like to the straightforward method. Like you gotta be crafty. You gotta like, like sometimes there's f- something can be meant for one thing right? right. and then it's like, well, I can use this for, for me or I could figuring use this for out how to
1: How to finesse it and, and, and get the best yeah. ROI on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, thank you. Uh, and and then my
4: other advice is, you're always going to be spending money. Like nothing is free per se. You know, there, there's no, there's fine. some things that's free based on your talent and based on the opportunities that come from you doing hard work. Like fucking in it, a car. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The highest yeah, ROI. That's, that's free and fun. <laughs> but 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 the but the things that are also going to help push you forward. Like, you got to invest in yourself. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, you got to just go to a 9 to 5. Just go to work.
1: Yeah, don't waste you know? your time. Well, we yeah, definitely look definitely. forward to seeing a lot more great things from you guys. Stay tuned. Um, do you have any new releases or anything you want to tell us about? We're about to uh, sign off here, but we want to go ahead and give you the good hurrah off. So let the people know where they can find your music and any new projects you have coming up.
4: Yes sir, yes sir. So yeah, as a matter of fact is definitely a um uh, a running thing. As soon as we get funding for it, it's going to be fucking green light go time. Um so up until then, I'm going to be releasing some singles. One single I just did unofficially drop is called Truth Be Told and um I dropped it on my YouTube, I dropped it on my Instagram. I used it. I repurposed the song and use it to enter into the NPR Tiny Desk Contest. So I'm still waiting to see if I even, yeah, yeah.
1: I saw that. Yeah. I actually I actually re- uh, reposted that for you, man. Good I, luck. I definitely good luck with that.
4: Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, that that's that's like my favorite song right now.
4: Like it, it's just it, it dives so deep into you know me and my girl's relationship outside of just fucking in cars, and it just lets <laughs> people know like why I, I I treasure her. You know, like. It's not just about, oh, you make me feel good. It's about like, are you gonna be there through the rough times? Right. Like, and she, the she proved, yeah, man. She she definitely proved to just be like very reliable and very like loving and caring. Like that's what you want. That's what you want from your partner, not somebody who's gonna be there just because it's good to be with you. Um, so yeah, Some man, nice uh song. that's what that song is about. Uh and you can find me anywhere that says really Khalil is me. Um, if you find anything that says Really Khalil and it's not me, just hit me up on Instagram so I can report the fuck out of the account. <laughs> but right as of now, as of now, you can reach me anywhere. Really Khalil, really Khalil at gmail dot com. Um, anything really Khalil, I'll, I'll answer the message. And um, and yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm able to disclose this. Uh, 120, but I definitely do plan on doing a collab
3: with you. Yeah, yeah,
1: you guys, um, yeah, no, um, I I actually, I guess this will be the first place that we'll tell people publicly, but just for everyone at home, uh, just so you guys know, if you're listeners of the Matt Bigelow Show and you are fans or followers of 120, be sure to look out for a collaboration between Really Khalil and 120 coming at you live.
0: All right, Really Khalil, well, uh, thank you very much, and uh, have a good night.
1: Hey, man, thanks, man.
0: Cheers,
4: bud. All right, peace, Mike. Peace.
0: yeah that was really Khalil doing he knows what he's talking about, yeah, he
1: knows his shit, man. That's nice when sure. i when I found when I found him, you know, I actually met him through a friend who I actually didn't get super close with on at during the time when I was there in Savannah. And I ended up getting closer with him on social media just because. You know, I, I don't, I, I, you know, he was just there, you know what man, I mean? He's got a good hustle. He was there. He has like a good hustle. Like a hustling hustle. spirit. And, you yeah. know, when I, I, when I sifted through, you know, who's really serious about what they're doing and who's really, really serious about their music, I couldn't, I had to hand it to the guy, man. He's really on his grind. So yeah, that was really Khalil. And
0: remember to check out the podcast at com. available streaming wherever you get your podcasts. I've been working on the podcasting 2.0 apps where people can send their Bitcoin directly through their app player wherever they are to the podcast me and michael 120 where can people find you you can find me as
1: always on instagram under onetwenty n t y three six zero. i got a new instagram only available music video available now on my profile under my igtv reels uh if you'd like to find me on spotify 120 same spelling and as always thank you guys for listening
0: matthewpmbigelow.com matthewpmbigelow.com matthewpmbigelow.com